Welcome, welcome, welcome everyone to episode three of the Manipulated Podcast. I am Michael Barnes. I am your host. I am the creator of the Manipulated Podcast. And thank you for being here. Thank you for liking the show, subscribing the show, sharing the show. And most of all, thank you to those of you who have offered feedback to me regarding this project, this work. I've stated before, and I'll probably state over and over, this podcast was started, excuse me, as a way to kind of get my thoughts out. It was something that I had been thinking about doing for a while. And then one day I was just really, really motivated to just go ahead and pull the trigger on it and start recording content. And not so much from a trendy standpoint of just wanting to um, be a part of, you know, the hype. A lot of people talk about podcasts and things like that. And But it was more so me exploring other areas of myself, in a sense, kind of letting myself out of the box. And I was thinking yesterday about... Um, some packages that came to our home that my wife ordered. And in order for those packages to make it here, they are rolled up, compressed into a box to make it as efficient as possible to ship the item. Then there's instructions on the box at the specific, at a specific time, meaning when you get it, to go ahead and open the box up as soon as possible to allow the product to expand and fulfill its final purpose. This could be a rug, it could be a mattress, it could be a couch, um, not a large couch, maybe you know a couch for kids, something like that. But the bottom line is, is that that item is boxed in and constricted for a portion of its trip and on its way to its final destination. Once it reaches its destination, then it you're instructed to open that box. The product is then let out so it can become what it was that it was meant to be. That is how I feel about myself in this season of my life. I have, and not in a regrettable way, um, I used to have those regrets, but I have reached a point in my life where I can kind of reflect on things and I can say, hmm, I've always been interested in this. I just suppressed it. Or, oh, that could be something that I could possibly try. Why not go ahead and, 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 and go after it? As opposed to putting myself in a box and fulfilling the expectation that I believe people see me to be, if that makes sense. So my background has been in security and people uh, are aware of my interest um, in firearms and training and things of that nature. And so I've kind of branded myself as the security guy, if you will. Not going to ever let that go because I have a family to protect 
I believe that you need to stay vigilant in your day-to-day actions. You need to stay aware. So I'll never get away from that or discount it. But there are other areas of me that I want to explore. One of them being creating, podcasting, uh, writing my books, and whatever else inspires me. Ultimately, it's it starts with me, but I want to inspire others to do the same. I want to influence others to go after what it is they're interested in, but also encourage people and just do my little part of making this world a better place. I want to set an example for my kids to go after their dreams. I want to always improve myself so I can be better for those around me as opposed to just being stuck in my own ways and then forcing people to conform around me. Now, side note to that, sometimes people do need to respect where you are. And I know I'm kind of getting deep early, but sometimes uh, people do need to respect where you are in your own journey, in your own path. But we should always be willing to at least evaluate ourselves to make sure that we're putting forth genuinely the best version of ourselves, And that's something that I'm sure will come up in future episodes and uh, things like that. But I just wanted to kind of give some background of the why of this particular channel and uh, work that I have been working on. So... If you listen to our previous episodes, uh, you'll kind of notice a trend that I, because I've allowed myself to get out of the box, I also don't want to constrict this channel, meaning, oh, we're just finance or, oh, we're just this or just that. I'm not knocking anyone else that has done that, but that just doesn't work for me because I like to talk about a many, uh, I like to talk about many different topics and I have many different interests. So I believe that whatever it is that you're doing, it should be genuine. It should be comfortable to a degree. You have to get comfortable with being uncomfortable to excel, but it should be you. You shouldn't be trying to fit someone else's script. So I was going to go in a different direction today. I was inspired by a podcast that I was listening to this morning, but I am going to take a different approach today from what I was going to do. So topic of the day, Stephen Twitch boss. Now, today is December 15th and before yesterday, I had no intimate knowledge of this gentleman. So I saw it coming across social media that he had passed away, uh, 40 years old, married, three kids. And when I saw the age, it kind of jumped out at me because it's like, man, 40 is kind of young. I didn't know if he was sick. But then I saw other information coming out that he had actually committed suicide from my own 
initial introduction to this gentleman gentleman of course online on news outlets he just looks like a happy person you see him dancing um he was a dj and had a decent level of fame even though i didn't know who he was a lot of people in my circle know this um young man so just a little background on him uh, that I was able to find online. Uh, born in Montgomery, Alabama. Uh, went to Southern Union, Southern Union State Community College, Chapman University. He was known for being on the show So You Think You Can Dance. And also he's known as uh, the DJ for the Ellen DeGeneres show. Love Ellen. Think she's... Uh, from what I see on television, it seems like she uh, just has a great spirit. Obviously, I don't know her personally, but um, I've enjoyed her show from time to time. But I still had never met, uh, known about this young man. So he was a choreographer, a dancer, actor, television producer, television personality. As I stated, wife that he married in 2013 with the Lee High School in Montgomery, Alabama. And he had three kids, two of which are with his wife and he... Uh, I believe the oldest child is uh, his stepdaughter. He's her, uh, I think it's a daughter. I hope I'm not wrong. Forgive me. Yes, daughter. Uh, he's her bonus dad. So everything that I'm hearing, great guy, great husband, great father. Things that I want people to say about me. Um, one of my, you know, I want my kids to be satisfied. Uh, happy that I'm their father. So that's the work I'm putting in. So long story short, um, he's no longer with us due to a self-inflicted gunshot wound, according to news outlets. From the time that I saw or uh, was informed of this information of this event, I began to notice people opening up online regarding mental health, things that they may have been dealing with in their own personal lives. Um, in addition to people specifically speaking on Black men and their affinity to bottle up their emotions or find unhealthy outlets to deal with pa the pain from wherever that pain comes from. It could come from childhood, it could come from uh, mental health issues, anxiety, depression, feeling less than, feeling unworthy, feeling like a failure. It can come from a number of things, but this is not to say that other of men don't deal with it. I'm sure uh, our, Car our Caucasian brothers deal with it. Um, our Hispanic brothers deal with Asian. I'm sure that it's, it's, it's being felt in every community, but being that I am a black man, a lot of my uh, information that comes across me is from black people. Now, I have a lot of friends from other races, you know, that I talk to on a regular encourage. Like I said, I believe in humans. I'm rebuilding my faith in humans because I have to admit that I was a bit concerned, but if you really think about it, I really believe that the majority of the human race is decent. Um, and then you have a few uh, bad apples comparatively. So 
a lot of things were on the online about black men and just encouraging them to seek help. If you feel down and out, if you feel frustrated with life, if you feel alone, if you feel like you don't have help. If you don't know, um, I've heard, you know, you will probably hear people say that mental health and therapy are not really, how can I say it, um, suggested in our community. I'm not going to get deeply into the why because I don't think I can explain that right now in a deep way. But I can say for myself, I did not understand mental health um, up until a few years ago, maybe five or six, where I grew up thinking that mental health was another way of saying mental retardation. And that is 100% not true. Um, and I use these words respectively. If someone has special needs, that is not necessarily the same with someone that is necessarily dealing with mental health issues. Now, let me say this. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a psychiatrist. I'm not a psychologist. So if I say something that may be a little off-putting, forgive me, I will take if I if I say something wrong, I don't mind, you know, getting feedback or someone correcting me. Uh, so if I say something wrong, feel free, respectfully. But um, so I had to learn these things. I did not know what anxiety was. Admittedly, I thought anxiety was people just being dramatic. And that's also not true. Dealing with mental health is something that it's almost like it's something that's going like, okay, how our hearts beat and how, how we breathe unconsciously or uh, involuntarily, that is my loose way of explaining mental health issues to a degree. Sometimes you're sad and you don't know why. Sometimes you're depressed and you don't know why. Sometimes you just feel down and you don't know why. And it wasn't until a psychiatrist explained to me that the chemical makeup can be it. It could be, it could be a number of things. It could be trauma from your childhood that you might have suppressed and didn't know. It could be. It's all kind of things that and uh, that can affect that. It, you know, that can trigger you. So it is something that we need to dig deeper into, especially as we try to be better, and also as we're raising up another generation. And they, they, need to, they need to know that there are resources out there and people that are just like them, that have issues, that have worries, that have pain, and it's not their fault. Now, we're all responsible for our life. If you make a decision, if you make a mistake, if you do something, you have to deal with the consequences of it. But for those individuals that deal with depression and anxiety and other things of that nature that may be genetic you need to know that it's not your fault and even even if you do have some kind of issue that there, there, there's help and there's people that want to help and there's people that do know how to listen and sometimes those people may not be in your family sometimes they may they may be a complete stranger and there are programs out there and i'll bring it up in the future like you know looking for programs that don't cost a lot because i grew up thinking therapy you know two hundred dollars an hour you know and that's not necessarily the case. 
Okay. So when I'm looking at, you know, this story and looking at the videos, um, I saw that they said that this young man was dancing with his wife on Instagram the day before. Okay. So the first thing is, how can, you know, someone may say, how can you be that happy a day before and then take your life the next day? In my opinion, this is, okay, it can be looked at two ways. One way it can be looked at is judgmental. Like, I can't, why would you kill yourself in your life? You famous, you got money, you got kids, you got this, you're not dealing with this. But it's deeper than that. So that's one way to ask the question, how can you do this this day and then do this the next day? That's a little judgmental. Now, if you're wondering, like, because you didn't under, you don't understand, like I didn't, and you're curious, like, what's going on to make a person take their life, then I think that's a fair question. You know, as long as it's done respect, respectfully, humbly, because you don't know what you're going to go through in life. You know, so I'm looking here at some of his uh, work credit, you know, film credits. Blades of Glory, Hairspray, Stomp the Yard, Homecoming, uh, Step Up Movies, Magic Mike, The Hip Hop Nutcracker, which I don't think is out yet. Uh, of course, So You Think You Can Dance, Drop Dead Diva, Ellen DeGeneres. You know, so someone, Modern Family, so someone might say, man, he made it. Why was he feeling the way he was feeling to take his life? Someone else might say, oh, you know, it's selfish. I, now, I, I haven't, glad, I'm glad that I haven't read this comment currently, like online, uh, but I've heard in the past, like when somebody takes their life, people begin to call them selfish. He's just selfish. You're going to leave your kids. You're going to leave your wife. You know, men are supposed to protect their wives and kids and this and that. And we should. We, we're supposed to. We're supposed to protect our families. But there are a lot of men out there that are dealing with a lot of weight that they don't know how to process because they don't want to look weak or they don't want to look like they're whining or they don't want to look like they're ungrateful. And so sometimes that weight can just become too much and you just want it to end. So I wanted to speak on this topic to kind of provide my own spin on it. And I'm purely moving off of motivation and passion. I hope that someone hears this and they choose to get help rather than take their life um, because now another thing you have to think about and I'm not being judgmental I'm not passing judgment I'm just stating my factual opinion if that's even a term but his kids are going to need therapy his wife is going to need therapy like imagine having plans imagine oh Saturday my dad is going to take me to my soccer match or my baseball game and that immediately changes because of this happening uh, i'm blessed to have both of my parents uh in my life so i can't speak to the pain of losing a parent but i can imagine that if this did happen in my life i can only imagine the things that i would be thinking 
And that's a lot for a kid uh, to handle. That's a lot for anyone to handle. But speaking specifically about the kids, we're talking about how old are these kids? Had a son born in 2016, so he's six this year. Another one, 2019. She just turned three. And I don't see the age of uh, Allison Holker's, Allison Holker boss, excuse me, her daughter. Um, but regardless, at any age, this is something tough to deal with. So as a community, we need to pray for them and encourage them to try to remember the good times. So I want to be clear, that is not always an easy thing to do. You know, seeing the seeing the light in the dark times and seeing the good when something bad just happened, that's not that's that's not an easy feat. But I want to put that out there that it can help. It can help. So if this episode comes off a little heavy, I apologize. Like I said, this was just something that was on my mind and it, I had, I just felt it in my spirit to address this issue, offer some insight that I hope can help someone else in their walk of life that they are struggling with mental health issues or feelings of worthlessness and things like that. I'm not saying that I know what Twitch was thinking. I'm just saying that there's a reason. Um, Who knows what that reason is, but something pushed him to end his life. And we may never know what his thought process was. Only thing we know, okay, yeah, he he seemed like a happy guy. He seemed like he, you know, was living a good life and this and that. But sometimes that's just not, that's just not the case. And my call is to help in my own way. If you're feeling like you don't want to live anymore, like, you know, like life has just gotten too heavy, please, please, please um, ask for help. There's people out there that want to help. There are resources. There are avenues to alleviate that negative stress. And I, you know, I tell people, hey, fight off the negative stress with a positive stress. It could be working out, it could be cycling, it could be writing, reading, just turning the phone off for an hour, meditate, meditation, yoga, taking a walk if I didn't say that already, going to you know eat your favorite meal, whatever the case is, there are options out there to you know push out that 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 negative stress with a positive stressor. So keep that in mind. 
And someone may say, well, how do you know? Well, I've had, I've been on the other side of feeling worthless. I've, I've, I've had times where um, I didn't want to live anymore. Or I didn't think that I had anything um, left. I had habits of taking on other people's problems and bottling up my emotions and feeling like I was being ungrateful because I didn't like what was going on in my life and felt like my life should have been here rather than there and things like that. I've dealt with that. So in some ways, I know what some of these people are going through mentally. I'm not going to say that I understand everyone and I'm a know-it-all and I'm not a doctor. I'm not a guru and none of that. I'm just talking from my own personal experience and I hope that it, that it helps someone. But I want to say, you know, specifically, like, there is there are options out there. There are options out there and there are people out there that want to support you. Whether it's a support group whether it's your church, you may be able to find people in your family that can listen objectively. But there are options out there. You just have to get to a place where you're willing to be honest with yourself. And like I had to, you're willing to swallow your ego and not feel like you're weak for asking for help. Man, woman, boy, child, it's okay. It is okay. And, 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 and you're not weak for seeking help. You're actually strong and courageous for the willingness to be vulnerable with this matter. It takes courage to do that. What it doesn't take cur- courage to do is to just continue to pretend like nothing is going on or continuing to participate in activities that are that that aren't going to help the situation drinking away your pain is not going to help smoking away your pain is not going to help you know Messing with multiple people, partners, men, women, that's not going to help. It's not going to give you a long-term solution. It's just not. So I say this not from a place of judgment, but from a place of love from the bottom of my heart. Get help. Please get help. If you don't know where to start, if you are feeling like you don't want to live anymore, like you're at your wit's end and this and that, call the Suicide Prevention Lifeline. They want to help. The number, 24-7-1-800-273-8255. Or you can utilize their chat feature, suicidepreventionlifeline.org. They have the resources. They have people ready to hear you. Also, if you work and have benefits, um, a lot of companies offer employee assistance programs. 
where you can speak to a counselor or a therapist. And it's not just about mental health. You may be fine, but you may just be dealing with a tough life issue. That could be a divorce. That could be losing a child. That can be all kinds of stuff. And I believe, you know, some of them offer as much as like six sessions at no charge. So the resources are there. We just have to do a better job of one, educating people on them and two, actually taking action. And it's confidential. So if you have financial issues, if you've been diagnosed with a, you know, you had a tough diagnosis from the doctor, the resources are there and there are people um, ready and willing to support you. But we have to do the work. And the reason why I say we, because I'm not exempt. No one's exempt from having to potentially deal with the feelings of suicide or the feelings of depression or the feelings of anxiety. Nobody's exempt. Nobody. Every day we get up hoping for the best, but you don't know what the day is going to bring to you. You don't know. So that's why we can't be judgmental. We have to operate from a place of compassion and love, and we can't judge one another and say, oh, he's rich. Why would he take his life? Oh, he's always laughing. I didn't, you know, he, he shouldn't even have been unhappy. He's just being selfish. That is not fair. And that is what pushes people back into their shell. And me, specifically, that's why I put up a this veil of, of, of strength and this, 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 this armor to block out or not even block out, hide how I was really feeling. I didn't want people to see me because I thought I would be judged. I thought, like I said, I thought I was being ungrateful. I thought it was weak. I didn't want to like a crybaby. But when it got to the point where I realized that it was getting way too heavy, I had to make a call. And thank God for my wife. Because she had been encouraging me, and I use the word encouraging purposely, encouraging me to try it out. Not saying she wasn't saying something was wrong with me or nothing like that. She was just saying, hey, um, based on what it is you're telling me, based on some of the things that you've been through, you might want to speak with someone. And me being the big macho, man, I ain't going to no therapy. I read. I read books. I already know what they're going to say and this and that. Let me tell you something. Going to therapy was one of the best things I ever did in my life. But you have to be honest and you have to be willing to do the work. And that may mean that that that, that could mean that you have to change your circle, change your habits. And that can be uncomfortable. But the uncomfortability of being better is far greater than the uncomfortability of staying 
in a rut or staying in a dark place. This world has a lot to offer. And sometimes we're psyched out to think that this square block that we call life is life, is the entire world, is it, because it's not. And in this day and age, because we are, we spend a lot of time on social media, that could be the problem. We're comparing ourselves to others and their highlight reel. We don't know what it is they're going through. That's why we should never wish for someone else's life because you don't know what that person is dealing with. Imagine if you said, I want boss's life. Mr. Boss. Imagine if you said, I want his life. I want to be on Ellen. I want to be on. Do you want to deal with whatever it is that he was dealing with? You don't know what someone else is going through in their own life. So if you need help, seek help. You do not have to go through this alone. You don't have to deal with these challenges alone. Just like we can find ways for everything else. When we want food, we can find a restaurant. When we want music, we got Apple Music or Tidal or whatever. When we want to laugh, we can go listen to comedy. We can go watch a movie. There are solutions and there are options for embarking on the path to get better mentally, physically, spiritually. The resources are the resources are there, and anyone that makes you feel bad for seeking those tools is probably someone that you don't need to be around a lot. And don't judge them because they have their own things that they're dealing with for them to even put that on you. So what we don't want to do is get help and then become arrogant. Yeah, see, I'm good. I'm this, I'm that. No, you just wasn't good the other day. And you could not be good tomorrow. So that was the motivation and the catalyst for this episode. I hope you guys uh, enjoyed it. I hope that this episode helps someone. Even if it just reaches one person, hopefully this episode reaches millions of people. But if it helps one person to see the light, if it helps one person to choose to uh, find a better way to cope, to seek help, that is what I want out of this work. It's therapeutic for me, but I hope that this can be therapeutic for you. I was looking for a quote. I think I found one. Um, Speaking of that, if you are on social media and you want to experience a consistent stream of positivity and motivational things, thought provoking things, follow me on social media, Instagram. I am Michael Barnes. Twitter. I am Mike underscore Barnes. Facebook, 
Facebook.com, The Real Mike Barnes, LinkedIn, I am Michael Barnes, and I am working on a YouTube as well. So, if you feel that this episode helped you in some way, please like and share with someone else, and hopefully it can inspire them, help them to see the light, see that there are brighter days. And also understand that they are not alone. One quote that I came across today, it says, people tell you the world looks a certain way. Parents tell you how to think. Schools tell you how to think. TV, religion. And then at a certain point, if you're lucky, you realize you can make up your own mind. Nobody sets the rules but you. And you can design your own life. Carrie Ann Moss said that. And if I could add to it, in designing your life, in seeking a better day, in working on yourself, if you are a believer, ask for God's help. And take the time to identify what you want. And, and don't try to build yourself up to match someone else's blueprints. Don't compare yourself to what someone is portraying themselves to be on social media. Find out what makes you happy. What, what comforts your spirit. And go with that. Let's operate in love. Let's be encouraging. And let's take it day by day and encourage one another to be better. Thank you for listening. I am Michael Barnes, and this has been Manipulated. Manipulated.